Hey there, I'm Eric J. Olson. And I'm Kevin Daisy. You're listening to the Managing Partners Podcast, where we interview top lawyers about how they're growing their firms. Hey, everybody, it's Eric J. Olson, and we have a special live edition of the Managing Partners Podcast. So today is our first international guest. So I am very happy to welcome Jose from Mexico City. Hey, Jose, how's it going? Hi, Eric. Uh, thanks for the invite. I'm doing great. Thank you. All right. So yeah, uh, this, this is the first uh, for us international uh, interview that we've done. And, you know, I, I have a couple of questions about about that, you know, what, what it's like to kind of be a managing partner in, in Mexico and Mexico City, just because I, I frankly am not not that aware of it. And and I, I see some things on your website and your marketing that were kind of a surprise to me. But before I ask those questions, why don't you tell the audience a little bit about yourself and what you do? Well, uh, first of all, thank you again for the invite. Uh, I'm honored to be here and to be your first international guest. Well, uh, I, I'm a lawyer that uh, has been working uh, for 15 years, mostly in transactional matters, doing uh, uh, M&A, financings, capital markets. In Mexico, due to the size of the market, you know, we lawyers are not that specialized as in the U.S., so uh, I have a more broad uh, areas expertise. I, I During my career, I, I had the opportunity of, of also working in the U.S. Uh, for a New York firm, which name is Proskauer Rose. I was there for almost two years. Uh, I also did my LLM in the U.S., in Chicago, in Northwestern. And, and I also uh, did a postgraduate studies at uh, business administration at Kellogg in Northwestern as well. That's uh, for me, as, as for the firm, Gonzalez Calvillo is a firm that has uh, 35 years in the market. We are a full service firm with, with a transactional core. We are currently 21 partners and uh, more than 180 people that work for us, which is kind of big for Mexican standards. Of course, not for New York standards, uh, where you have firms over a thousand people, but uh, for Mexico, is is very big. So that's that's on me and Gonzalez Calvillo. That's awesome. So yeah, a couple of questions that I had is obviously you're in Mexico, but you speak very good English. How did that come about? I think you did a, a good job explaining that. You, you did a lot of studying in the United States, uh, so that makes a lot of sense. But you know, one of the things that I noticed when I went to your website is that it's 100% in English. As, as a matter of fact, I don't I don't even think I saw an option to change the language. It's just English. And, and that that kind of surprised me. I, I, I did not expect that. What, what is kind of the rationale there with having an English language website in Mexico City? Right. Uh, we do have a we do have a Spanish version <laughs> so, gotcha. so, that, so that people know. But, uh, you know, I, I can tell you that probably more than 50% of our business has to do with cross-border transactions where, where you have of course to use the English which which is, is sort of a universal language to communicate abroad uh, and and many of our clients are based in the US or are US firms doing cross-border deals in Mexico or Mexican companies doing cross-border deals in the U.S. So that's why, you know, the English is so important for Gonzalez Calvillo and for our marketing because our client base uh, is, is uh, English-speaking. Uh, a lot of our client base is English-speaking. Gotcha. That makes a lot of sense. Okay, great. Um, yeah, I, I definitely want to dive into that a little bit more and, and you know, towards the end of the interview uh, about the marketing and, and, and how you go about doing that. But um, before 
But first, I wanted to kind of find out if you see any trends developing on the horizon when it comes to your law practice, the legal industry in general, or in Mexico. And, you know, it could be from a legal perspective, financial, technological. But yeah, what, what kind of trends do you see affecting the legal industry? Right. Uh, well, I, I think uh, the pandemic came to change everything, not only in the legal industry, but uh, everything in the world. The legal industry is not the exception. So, of course, the telepresence or the teleconferences uh, is definitely a trend. I, I don't see, you know, people going back to physically meeting unless it is absolutely necessary. So uh, those trips to New York or from New York to Mexico or, or, or all, all of that, I think, is death. No, there will there will still be some meetings uh, that have to be done in presence, but I think uh, you know the vast majority of it will be through teleconference. I think it's safe. I think it's very convenient, less costly for the clients, and it works great. You know, all these platforms uh, that you have uh, work simply work great, and, and it, 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 it's simply not worth the cost, the time, and, and everything that the physical meetings uh, imply. The other trend uh, I would mention is the office space. I think uh, we lawyers have found out, found out that uh, we can be very, very efficient in our industry in working remotely. So I think there will be a significant reduction of office spaces in many industries, and the, the legal industry is not the exception. I see people still going to the office, but but more to an open space platform uh, where you maybe book your, your desk or you book your office in advance for a period of time only if you need to be there but but definitely the the remote work or the work from home or work remote work will will, will remain no at least in our industry of course there are other industries that do not fall in that but uh, but the legal industry certainly and, and on the transactional part of it I think more and generally the third thing I would mention is technology in general I think this pandemic uh, made us take a step forward very quickly towards technological platforms. So artificial intelligence, electronic signatures, all those all those type of things are the future. And, you know, if the, if the pandemic uh, haven't been here uh, with us, uh, probably we would have taken more time to get there. But uh, this was a fast forward towards that. And, and I think all the firms worldwide, and it's not our exception, are looking in technologies uh, to make, again, ourselves more efficient and ours services more attractive for the clients. Yeah, you know, it's, it's interesting because before the pandemic, almost all of these technologies were available. And if you used them at that time, then you were kind of different, right? So like electronic signatures, right? It's been around for years, but not not everyone embraced it. So if you did, you, you kind of set yourself apart or, you know, um, having remote meetings. You know, it's, it's been around for many, many years. If you did that, then you were kind of, kind of the exception. Of course, it happened a little bit here and there, but if you did it a lot, you were the exception. It seems like after the pandemic is going to actually reverse, right? Because everyone's going to be doing those things, electronic signatures, remote meetings. But if you take the time to say like, go out of your way and travel to see someone in person, now you're the exception, right? That's a way to stand out from the crowd. Correct. I, I fully agree with, with that view, Eric. Yeah. So uh, it seems like an opportunity uh, to kind of do something the old way in the future. Uh, uh, yeah. What, what used to be the normal way back in the past, uh, if you do that now in the future, Future, then uh, you'll set yourself apart. So uh, interesting there. Well, cool. Um, right. how, how do you how do you guys how do you go about getting clients? You're you're targeting clients 
or not targeting per se, but you're trying to attract clients. It sounds like both in the United States and in Mexico, uh, usually for cross-border trade and things like that. But how do you go about getting those clients? You know, I think the best marketing lawyers can do are their work. <laughs> Actually, you know, if you, if you provide high quality services, you, you start getting the phone calls. That's key in, in, in the legal practice. Uh, so that's that's fundamental. No? Also, you know, in addition or, or accessory to this, uh, we try to maintain relationships with U.S. firms by sending our attorneys to work with them for a period of time, sort as ambassadors, no, if you oh, will. Wow. And so most of our attorneys in the transactional practice uh, are U.S. educated. So they have a, normally an LLM from a university in the U.S. And then some of them uh, or most of them get the opportunity to work with a U.S. firm with which we have a relationship. So that, that enables us to to have different relationships with U.S. firms so that when their clients demand for services in Mexico, they call us or vice versa. And and also, you know, when our attorneys deal with uh, these U.S. clients or these U.S. firms, they know the culture because they, they, they have lived in the U.S. and they know the way, you know, Americans work, right? Uh, because they have also worked in the U.S. So I think that's, that's something uh, we have done great in, in terms of strategy. And of course, in terms of marketing, and, and we, I know we're going to touch on, on this uh, later, but uh, I mean, in the past, as you said, pre-pandemic, uh, you know, we tried to do a lot of marketing events or forums uh, yeah. in the U.S. or involving U.S. persons physically, no? Uh, now we're shifting towards webinars, you know, and uh, electronic uh, conferences. Of course, social media is, is key nowadays, so we, we try to be very active and innovative in terms of social media. And of course, maintain it to, to maintain a fresh image, you know, uh, the name, the logo, the website. Uh, we, we take that very seriously. And, and actually, uh, we, we, we have spent, you know, a lot of money in getting great results on, on that front as well. So it's a combination of everything, you know, for me being the principal thing, the quality of the work, no, but, but then if you do have the quality of the work and combine these other factors, the relationships with a uh, mainly with with US firms the major investments in your website in your in your logo in your your image a good marketing team that adequately handles social media uh, when all of that comes together uh, you know it enables you to get new business I, I i love the strategy of having your new lawyers sounds like or junior lawyers go to the united states work side by side with some of your referral partners right these are other lawyers you work with or legal partners great training for them for your attorneys and it's great marketing, right? Because now they're, you know, the, the, the folks that you want, you're hoping will send work your way. They know you, they know, they, they know someone personally who's been working out of the office for sounds like a couple of weeks. That's, that's really smart. Did, did, have you always done that? Or is that something that's relatively new? No, no, that that's something that has been done for Mexican big firms for a lot of time. Uh, let, let me just say, they're not junior lawyers. Uh, they, they're actually uh, like mid-level. They, they normally are lawyers that 
that have been with a Mexican firm for five years, and, and they have to be good lawyers, right? Because they will be representing mm. you. So that they have to be the, what, what some people call partnership material. And and also, they the, the, these programs last. U.S. firms, New York firms have these programs very well established for, for many, many years. These programs last like, they, they can last from 10 to 12 months where, where oh, the wow. attorney, you know, lives, actually lives there. In my personal case, I was able to extend that to almost two years, but it's it's a fair amount of time uh, and it has been around for, for a while, yeah, many years. So, That's for really... instance, I, I worked in New York in 2010, so 11 years ago. So uh, Yeah, that's that's really interesting. I, I really like that that concept and it makes a lot of sense for you, especially since you're doing the cross-border transactions. Interesting. With things kind of starting to, first of all, actually, in Mexico City, how, how is the coronavirus? Is it kind of subsiding? Are people getting the vaccines? Are they opening things back up? You know, in on developed economies, it was different, you know, because uh, there's a lot of informal businesses and you, I mean, the government can't actually close them. So Mexico was never closed in that mm. way, if, if, if you will. The, the virus is a, is a problem in Mexico. It hasn't been, you know, very well handled. The vaccination, you know, hasn't been very well organized. So, you know, things are, are, are going as, as, as life goes, but, uh, you know, we're not a, a world example of, of how to handle the pandemic. But, uh, you know, the, on, on the bright side, uh, many, many people are, are getting vaccinated abroad. And I think that would allow for a path forward. forward. But, but yeah, we're, unfortunately, we're, we're not doing as good as, as we would like. Okay. Well, it seems like uh, certainly in the United States, I'm sure you're well aware, is, is, is see, sees the end of this coming up relatively soon, and may, maybe months, but probably not years as far as how it's been the last year and in Mexico City it sounds like you know uh, there's going to be some progress for sure but you know as as the world kind of kind of transitions out of this and and into you know what what's coming up next how do you kind of see like your your marketing you know what website is social you've mentioned how do you see those things kind of changing if at all uh, because of the way that the world is changing well I, I talked a little bit about this already in, in other in other context but um, again I think you know a lot of physical marketing was made in the past you know where you invited your clients to hear about a trending topic a legal reform uh, we used to do for example as a firm a sort of uh, get together with with New York firms once a year you know it was a big event where 70 to 100 people came together to, to meet and greet. Uh, I, I think all of that is over and, and, and will, be, will be the exception. As we, were, as we were mentioning, yeah. you know, everything is shifting towards, you know, doing these things, but through the media. So uh, if you ask me what has changed more, I would say the webinar activity in law firms has been uh, has been crazy, you know. So uh, every day, you know, you get invites to webinars to talk about uh, trending topics. Uh, what we're doing now is a very good example. So I guess, uh, you know, the, the shift would be from the physical meetings to these digital meetings that uh, that sometimes are more efficient in many 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 ways and of course all, all the technology and the electronic media will continue more than ever to have mm -hmm. a huge importance in the developing of the of the business right so social media maybe wasn't that important pre-pandemic at least in Mexico for firms no uh, nowadays I think is, is is key no it's strategic to have a 
a good management of social media and good contents out there, yeah. right? Uh, the website, I think, will, will remain pretty much the same. You need to maintain a fresh image, uh, though. I think that's very important. And and all, always, always make sure that you have good contents for your targeted uh, public. No? Makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Well, Jose, I really appreciate your time. If someone wants to reach out to you, what is a good way for them to get a hold of you? Well, my, my email is uh, jrivero at gcsc.com.mx. And thank you, Eric. This this was a great chat. I'm, again, I'm I'm honored to, to be your first uh, international guest. And uh, I, I hope to keep in touch. And thanks. Thanks very much for this opportunity. Well, thank you as well. And if you could just hang on one minute. Uh, for anyone who is watching and you are looking to improve your law firm marketing, then reach out to us at ArrayLaw.com. We are Array Digital and we focus on things like websites, SEO, social media, and online advertising. All right, Jose, again, appreciate it. Thanks. Thank you, Eric. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Right, bye.